Farm News and Views podcast is supported by Stoats Equipment of Cortez. Stoats sells and repairs John Deere, Steel, and Honda products and repairs all small engines. They are parts experts for many brands. If you need a part, Stoats likely has it in stock or can get it the next day. This is Bob Bragg with the Farm News and Views report for the week of February 12th. Last week we reported about how farming practices have changed dramatically after the end of World War II with the introduction of chemical herbicides into the farming practices. DuPont Company's slogan, Better Living Through Chemistry, ushered in a new era for U.S. agriculture, which encouraged ever larger farms, bigger equipment, and more purchased inputs, including new improved seeds and crop chemicals. The search for new herbicides to combat weeds that have become resistant to existing crop chemicals has not been free of glitches. Dicamba is one of the newest wonder herbicides that's been uh, effective for controlling weeds in soybeans and cotton that have become resistant to older herbicides. But dicamba has a problem. The darn stuff doesn't stay where it's applied. It volatilizes and often drifts for miles from where it was applied into fields to growing produce, vineyards, and uh, fruit orchards and the surrounding environment. Last week, the U.S. District Court of Arizona rescinded approval of dicamba-based herbicides produced by chemical companies Bayer, Syngenta, and BASF. And that's creating supply concerns for farmers who are preparing for this year's planting season. In the ruling, Arizona District Court Judge David Burry stated that when the EPA approved dicamba, the agency understated the risks to human health and the environment that comes with spraying the herbicide. A U.S. appeals court had previously restricted sales of dicamba-based herbicides in June of 2020, and the agency reinstated that approval of the product four months later with new restrictions. But environmental groups contend that the changes weren't enough to prevent drift damage. Now many farmers are caught in the middle because they have already purchased dicamba-resistant varieties of cotton and soybean seeds and dicamba-based herbicides for the upcoming growing season. At this stage, it's uncertain how the situation will be resolved. Watching Congress deal with important legislation like the Farm Bill or immigration reform is kind of like watching a professional tag team wrestling match without a referee. Chairwoman of the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, says that there's still opportunity to get a farm bill done this year, but it's only doable if people set their partisan hats aside. She said members need to sit down and work together on a bipartisan basis. Chairman of the House Ag Committee stated recently that we absolutely can get this done. March is still a possibility for a new farm bill. However, there are no guarantees because the makeup and voting process takes at least three weeks. CSU Extension, Montezuma County, and Western Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education have teamed up to present the Livestock Workshop Series. All workshops are free, but pre-registration is requested. On Tuesday, February 20th, the Livestock Partuition Workshop will be presented by Dr. Gerald Copenhaver from 5.30 to 8 p.m. at the Lewis Areola Community Center. On February 23rd, from 2 until 4 p.m., Beth Lachelle, Old Fort Director at Fort Lewis College is presenting the Livestock Nutrition Workshop at the Mount Lookout Grange in Mancus. On Saturday, March 2nd, Dr. Ray Wallach, CSU Vet Diagnostic Lab, will present a general livestock care workshop. Information about the workshops is at the Farm News and Views blog post 
or contact the Montezuma County Extension Office at 970-564-4170. Henry Ford wrote, Anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or 80. Anyone who keeps learning stays young. Until next week, this is Bob Bragg.